Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. Welcome to Barbecue Nation with JT and Leanne After Hours, the conversation that continued after the show was done. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. All righty, tidy dighties, here we go. It's After Hours here on Barbecue mm-hmm. Nation. I'm JT, along with Miss Whippin. We'd like to thank uh, the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef and also Miss Whippin and her pig powder there. Today we've got in the hot seat, so to speak, Tina Cannon from Tina Cannon Cooks. Uh, you've seen her on Netflix and the Food Channel and Discovery and all those. Uh, they're all second to Barbecue Nation, but we we do what we can here. All right. Okay. Um, we'll start with something easy. Okay. Okay. If you could cook and then cook for and then dine with a historical figure, who would it be, and what would be on the menu? A historical figure. They can be alive or dead. We can go dig them up. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, you know, historical to some people may be, you know, different. Can it be? Because I love Elvis. That can be be Elvis. Okay. Let's go with Elvis. Because, you know, we Southerners, we love our Elvis. And I would fix him. Actually, a dessert, too. Besides, I would do pulled pork, ribs, homemade biscuits. And I would do, I would actually make a dessert because I do have a bread pudding that's banana, peanut butter, chocolate. And he would love that. And you know, another reason Elvis is because he's non-controversial. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Now that's a good person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Tina, what's the worst, absolute worst thing you've ever eaten? Oh. Haggis. Oh, I found one. <laughs> found one. That used to be one of our questions. Have you ever eaten haggis? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. my God. That's that, the yeah, it, it used to be a question. I didn't even know. That's what's bad. I didn't even that know. Because I wouldn't have tasted it if I would have known. And I've actually had it more than once, y'all. Do you know uh, you can get it in a can? Yeah. I, I, yes. I just can't. Even. We yeah. use it for landfill up here, but anyway, it's um, you can use it for crab bait, Leanne. Yeah, no, it, yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. Yeah, there you go. Um, wow. Would you recommend a career like yours to somebody that's just starting out? Yes. Okay. I would because if you love it, you know, when you if you do, you know that old saying, "If you do what you love, you never work." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I come home tired, sweaty kitchen. I mean, I have days in the kitchen, it's 105 degrees, you know, but I feel still when I get home, I don't feel other than being tired, but I feel that I've done something for other people and not just myself. Yeah. And that makes me feel good. So if you love something, do it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
have you ever come across a food item that you just could not master to cook it? Can be baking, barbecuing, you know, whatever you want. Sous vide. Yeah. I don't care. Oh, you know, I won a contest sous vide in Turkey, so I can't say that. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. I would probably say tongue. Yeah. I just can't, you know, maybe I just can't get past the peeling and all that. It's either, either that and liver. It's a tie because I either get it pasty and I don't like it or it's not done enough and it's tough. So li any liver, chicken, li just put liver. That's <laughs> any liver, anybody's liver. <laughs> okay. If you could, um, if you could teach a politician to barbecue or cook, who would it be? <laughs> and you're kind of in the hot seat down there in Georgia right now with all yeah, your politicians. Yes, we are. You know, I think I would attempt to teach Trump how to barbecue because I can assure you he's probably never even boiled an egg. The, uh, probably so. I bet okay. you're right. And that's not a political statement. No, no. Because I, no. I could walk you out to my pool right now and I have two floats in my pool. One is of one politician and one is another. And I make them fight in the pool all the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we declared you supreme ruler of barbecue for one week, just one week. Mm -hmm. What would you as Supreme Ruler decree? That everybody has to eat barbecue every Saturday. Okay. That's the first I won't time. Take the fish, I won't take the fish Friday away from some people, so we'll pick Saturday. Okay. okay. All right. That works. All right. Uh, what was the absolute best day in your life so far? Well, I could pick one, but it better be when I got married, right? That's up to you. It's was. <laughs> up to you. You know, I've had so you know, I've had so many like really great days, and I don't think I honestly don't think I could pick one because one would be like a barbecue event. You know, what was the best day? And then, um, and that would probably be World Food or winning um, the Georgia Championship. Yeah. You know, another one would be like when we bought this house because it's like a compound here. Uh, you know, there I, I could not pick one. Okay, that's good. That's that's fair. If I've had you... a lot of good ones. Well, good, <laughs> good, very good. Um, what's your absolute? What? What's your absolute? Oh, oh, turn on the lights. There, okay. Did that help or is that worse? No, that's good. It's fine. It's fine. What is um? What is your absolute, absolated, uh, what's your absolute favorite non-barbecue food or dish? Veal with morels. Okay. Oh, I love morels. I like going morel hunting. I, you know, I can't find any around my, my house. I look and look, I find like other types of mushrooms, like chantrails grow like crazy here. Mm -hmm. And a few other, you know, lions, but some other ones grow, hens and chicks. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. but. I can never find morels. That would be yeah. like a dream of mine to go. And like it's amazing. I, I, I've i done it a lot. <sighs> well, when you come up to Oregon, even though we have like zero time in the production schedule, mm -hmm. Leanne will take you mushroom hunting. I would love it. If you could erase one mistake from history, 
history, not just yours, Tina, but any history, what would it be and why? Slavery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it shouldn't have any, because it's been slavery of any kind, because Mm -hmm. it's been through the ages. You know, you can go back to ancient times. So it'd be slavery. uh, Just, God, there's not really a reason other than it just shouldn't happen. Creates too many, too many problems for the future. That and working for a major media company, that that those two things should be changed. Uh, do you remember the first thing you ever got in trouble for as a kid? Yes. Do tell. <laughs> <laughs> I lied to my parents about being somewhere that I was not. And you got in big but, trouble? But I wasn't doing anything bad. I, my parents were very strict. And I got off the bus at another person's house because they had got a new stereo system and I wanted to see it and Uh, I didn't tell them and then their parents drove me home and my parents got home early from work and they knew then got it got it (laughs) um what is the biggest change that you think should be made mandatory in food advertising oh god this one's easy when you watch a commercial and they show a picture of a pizza or a burger or whatever looking like that, it needs to look like that. All right. I'm going to jump in here. All right. Uh, so I just did a job for Popeye's. All right. And it, it was with my sister, who's a food stylist in L.A. And I do want to say that I learned a lot, but... I was so intrigued by the quality of the food that Popeye's has. And yes, we had to make a million pieces of this or that. So it did look perfect, but it's advertising. So you have to make it look good. But I will tell you that the actual ingredients by law in food styling has to be the the exact amount that's served. So they can't make it a four ounce burger, burger. I mean, you know, a six ounce if it's a quarter pounder. So they do have to use the ingredients, at least the quantity. Um, Mm. But it's how, what they do is they push the food forward. So it looks like it's bigger and whatever. So there's a lawsuit going on right now with Taco Bell, even with somebody claiming that exactly what you said, that they bought Taco Bell food because of what the commercial said it was going to look like. And it didn't look at all like that. Well, you have to think about when people are picking up their takeout food and it's wrapped up in a piece of paper. It's like in mm-hmm. competition. You preserve your garnish. You, you, the meat, you make sure it's in the box perfectly. Um, and it's, it's a, you can't do that when you're serving the masses. You know what I mean? Right. And you certainly mm-hmm. can't make the food on television look bad. No, no. of course not. I think it needs to be the, like, I hate when I go get pizza and I love bell pepper on pizza. I get pepperoni, onion, mushroom, bell pepper. And they put like on the picture, it'll have like these nice round, you know, wheels where they slice the bell pepper. And then it's got like some old wilted crap just thrown on there. And I'm so disappointed. I agree. So it's more like that. I I mean, I've had some food styling classes years ago. And, you know, I do realize that, you know, you have to be realistic, but it's like, and a lot of that is more of a employee base. They don't, 
if they don't care about their job, you know, exactly. they may not make it look as good as it should. Yeah. Right. Well, Taco Bell's only got like four ingredients actually in their <laughs> yeah. whole menu. And they put it all in and make something different. Yeah. <laughs> they just wrap it up differently and put sauce on it or something. And name <laughs> it something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest thing that Taco Bell ever did that really ticked me off was they got rid of their Enchirito. If you remember the Enchiritos, they were a burrito in a little container with a lot of sauce on it. And they had four sliced olives across the top and cheese. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm ancient, so it's okay. But they took that off the menu because it took too long to make. It's just ground beef wrapped in a and a tortilla with sauce on it and some cheese and the, you know, four little slices of olives on there. Uh, well, once it must in a be w- the olive, olive placement that sets them back in time. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe, the point, of olives, Leanne, maybe the cost of olives has gone up. I don't know. That's, that's folded up the crunch wrap or something. Yeah. The crunch yeah. wrap. I, I haven't had one. I don't even know if they still have it, but it seems oh, like that it. would be. I actually, yeah, I've actually done those on a flat top because you can make them at home and mm-hmm. improvise with different ingredients. I mean, it really is. It's a great, it's, it's a great dish. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Yeah. I have no problem with it. I just mad that they took those out the olives. Those yeah. olives did it. There's yeah. A, okay. What is something your spouse was right about, but you still think they were wrong? I still think he was wrong, but yeah. Well, boy, I hope when he listens to this, this is going to get me in trouble. Probably, he he was probably right. <laughs> that was hard for her to say. It was real. <laughs> <laughs> he no, he was probably right when we bought this. What we we joke and call this place a compound where I am. He, he was probably right that we probably should not have. Oh. It's been a little bit of a money pit. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. Well, yes. any any used house turns into that. Yeah, well. Yeah, that, that <laughs> the happens. She shed, the she shed in this second kitchen wasn't, you know, I guess we didn't have to do that. Right. <laughs> so it's your money pit. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, you. He didn't have to do that if he didn't want to sleep inside. So there you exactly. go. Exactly. Yes, yeah. Yes. Okay. I was trying to put it in nicely. I'm sure he was right. We probably just should have stayed where we lived in our golf cart community in Peachtree City, George. There you go. Yeah. You said the word golf cart. I'm in. Um, <laughs> if you could instantly become a master of a musical instrument, which one would it be and why? Piano. And because I took lessons when I was quite young, my mom made me go. And I never mastered it. And I just regret that now. I can still play my scales. I can't anything. I I can play the scales. Mm -mm. The only musical instrument I can play is the radio. The radio? Is that (laughs) what you said? (laughs) Dan. (laughs) Okay. What is the absolute hardest thing you've ever done? Oh, my God. I would say that I would have to say the the Netflix show. 
Okay. Um, okay. It, it was strenuous. <laughs> mm -hmm. What? Uh, 105 is, degrees. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. What is one thing you miss about your time in, in college or school or, you know, whatever? Because I don't know. We never know exactly people's entire life experiences. But is there something you miss about that time? Uh, not having to worry about money. Mm -hmm. uh, that That's a thing. Uh, I what's never the, even thought about it. <laughs> what's the first thing you do when you get up in the morning? After I pee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're just keeping it real. Mm -hmm. I, I make me a cup of coffee. Okay. I literally... Go ahead and push the button. Okay. Seven um, days away. <laughs> there you go. Uh, name one book that should be mandatory reading for everybody. Oh, my goodness. You know, I don't have a particular author. I think everybody should read a funny book at least once a month, a comedy type book. That's to get away from all the hustle. Um, there you, know, you go. Crap. So you can laugh, you know? Okay, so here's one we haven't got to yet on any of the shows. Uh -oh. um, and I wanted to ask Meathead this last week, but, you know, after the second day of 24 hours in a row running on those shows like we do with him, I got tired. And, and <laughs> I, had to, I had to send a Western Union telegram to uh, Leanne to wake her up down there. <laughs> But do you think do you think cooking could help kids who have trouble learning math? Yes. A hundred percent. Because I don't measure, but I I'm good at guesstimating. And I think how many times do you really need to know exactly? Well, if you're right? baking, if you're if baking, you're baking. Well, we didn't say baking, we said cooking. I said cooking. That's true. That's true. <laughs> But it also, it teaches you some structure, and structure is part of math, right? Everything right. is structured. So I think 100%. That's why, like, when I volunteer at the culinary school, you know, we do the basic knife skills and things like that. But, you know, my technique is very different than some others. You know, they're like book, 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 book. And I find when I do a class, we make it a little more fun and more lighthearted, and they don't really realize that they're learning ratios. Cooking is ratios, yeah. right? Whether right. it's the heat, the fuel, the seasoning. So mm -hmm. I think do, actually doing it helps people rationalize like without realizing what they're learning. Okay. All right. But that's my opinion, and I'm not a teacher. So if y'all no, that's right, fine. Whatever, that's fine. That's my opinion. <laughs> what's your favorite classic movie uh leanne's is uh the cheyenne social club mine is casablanca no, it is i didn't say the cheyenne's oh my God. what is it what is it leanne uh it's uh the the christmas one that's right just I wanted to see that. if you were paying attention which, which one um, what's it called? Now it escapes me. Miracle on 34th Street. No, a Christmas. No, it's Christmas with, Carol. With Jimmy Stewart, where he rings yeah. the bell. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, how he gets his angel wing. Mine would have to be Gone with the Wind. Mm -hmm. Of course. Because, and I do, this movie, I don't know if it's considered classic anymore, but I think it's one of the best movies out there is Forrest Gump. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't know if that's considered, you know, classic. Yeah, it is a classic. Because it's it went not an through old so classic. much history. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I realized how much of that I have lived through. I could really relate to every part of that. And my mom can relate to every part of that, you know? it was, mm-hmm. I, I loved that movie. And Gone with the Wind, because a lot of it was filmed right here. And where I am in the Gone with the Wind Museum is like not too far from me. Okay. Like 40 minutes. That's good. Okay. If you were an animal, what animal would you be? My dog. My dog. Your dog. (laughs) Spoiled. Yeah. Yes, he is. My little Cody. (laughs) Um, couple more here. And oh, worst concert you ever attended. Oh gosh. I hate to say this because I love his music. But I'd have to say Merle Haggard because he was so smashed he couldn't mm. perform. Yep. Uh, you, I, hate, you, I mean, I hate to say that because I not, love he's not music. the only one. Yeah. His, his writing skill, but I went and you spend that much money and for somebody cannot even perform and they fall off the stool mm-hmm. and they have to bring the warm up band back out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd have to say that was it. At least when I saw him, he got to sit down on the hay bale. Oh, yeah. He, he fell right off the stool. He, he wow. couldn't stand up anymore. All right. Oh, All right. If you were on death row, what would your last meal be? Because this is the Bill. last question. So, Bill and Morales. <laughs> yeah, there we go. With She's a nice demi-glaze sauce. <laughs> mm-hmm. Leanne will be in the cell next to you going, give me some of that. Uh, yeah, exactly. That. We'll be passing it around. Right? There you go. <laughs> Tina Cannon. With you, <laughs> there you go. Tina Cannon, you've been a delight. Thank yeah, you for fantastic. putting up Thanks with us. Thanks for having me, y'all. Yeah. We we try to have fun on this show. And good luck at the World Food Championships. I'll see you there. I will see you there. Yes. All right. That's going to be it this week for After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, and Miss Whippin is right there, and Miss Cannon is right there, and we're all out of here. So take care. Have a good week. And Remember our motto, turn it, don't burn it. Bye-bye.